0: Welcome to the Mortcast, presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Before I get started, I'd like to talk to you about Blanchard Family Wines, located between 18th and 19th in Blake & Wazee, in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the Dairy Block. Um, Restrictions are being lifted a bit. I think Denver is in the blue area, uh, so if you're going to downtown, lower downtown, you know. 50% capacity, uh, which I don't know what that means there, but they do have in the dairy block outside seating, um, and like, uh, get, first of all, as I said in the last podcast and I've said in the other ones before this, get vaccinated, and if you're, if you want to be sure of yourself when you go down to these places, just get vaccinated, there's, there's just, it's just the way to do it, um, I've been now fully vaccinated, and I can't wait to go down there to get some of that 2000, delicious 2017 Cabernet, uh, which I've been telling you about for two years. So I'll, I'll be doing that. But there's more than that. There's the uh, uh, Pinots. There's the Syrahs. There's, you know, they got a Ma back. They've got, uh, you know, uh, some whites. They've got blends. They've got partnerships, Western Slope uh, wineries. They've got just everything you need and the dairy block is beautiful. Now right now, right now it's rainy, but I mean, just just don't don't go down when it's rainy. Go down when it's like really nice, one of those really nice downtown Denver days and just go in like maybe you're going to a Rockies game. Well, stop in before or after, get yourself some wine, right? Best thing to do. Um and you could also go to bfwdenver.com, pick yourself up a bottle, get that 2017 cabernet, right? Uh, they do delivery, they do shipment, and they also do curbside pickup. So, like, look, no, there's no excuse not to go down there and get this. Because it's it's good, one of the best places to go in Denver for wine. Uh, one of my favorites. And it's also just a great local business that needs your support. Once again, they're located between 18th and 19th and Blake & Wazee in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado. Just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. Go to bfwdenver.com to pick up your delivery, shipment, or curbside pickup, or book yourself a virtual wine tasting. They're on Facebook and Instagram under Blanchard Family Wines. When you go in or talk to them, tell them tell them Jeff Morton from CSG Podcast sent you. What is up, everybody? Thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast, part of the CSG Network. I'm, of course, your host, Jeff Morton. Um... All right, I, I've got some thoughts, and I've got some thoughts on Nikola Jokic specifically, the MVP, the presumed MVP of the league, All right? Um, and I'm going to kind of go over what my thoughts about how Michael Malone needs to handle him going forward and how he should have handled him. Um. The Nuggets loved, felt, you know, they didn't really fall apart down the stretch last night, but you could tell it was the second night of back to back. They were resting Paul Millsap and uh, Aaron Gordon sat out with a tight calf. Um, and they ended up playing lineups that featured Marcus Howard and Bolt Pole and, um, you know, it's in Blocko Chanchar. It, 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 it just is what it is. And the Nuggets barely lost the game. Um, a couple things happened, and I kind of want to go over. Uh, first of all, uh, from basically what I've seen, saw on TV and how it appeared and how angry Nikola Jokic was getting as the final seconds wound down, you could tell Jokic was staring down the ref and uh, kind of uh, shot the ball to the sideline and Faku Campaso was there. And the proceedings... Uh, Elements that led up to that was Jokic feeling he got fouled on multiple possessions there, once by Kevin Durant, once by uh, Claxton. And uh, he was basically at his wit's end. Um, in a game that, let me reiterate this, the Nuggets didn't need this game, folks. It was a non-conference opponent, second night of a back-to-back. The Nuggets didn't need this game. They need to win one game to lock up the fourth seat. one. And they did not need this particular game. And I'll get into my thoughts on Michael Malone in the second half of this podcast. But the first half, I kind of want to talk about Nikola Jokic. Um, Nikola Jokic, I mean, I, I agree that some of those calls were questionable, and we'll get the last two minutes report tonight today, so we'll probably see them the NBA coming back and saying that those were fouls. It's just it's just inevitable that that's going to happen. We're going to get all riled up over something that nothing nothing like literally nothing will change in that last two minutes report. So we'll go get all riled up and a uh, bunch of confirmation bias and we'll all start shaking our fists in the air and um rinse and repeat, right? Cuz it's the way things go. It's kind of like the uh the Lakers game and the uh the, the double flop by Davis and Font Camposo that was just outside the two-minute report. Like, look, guys, um, it's going to happen. And something that I think Nikola Jokic, I mean, I understand the frustration. And you could tell he was tired. And this is the first game, i say the last two games, or the first games where you could tell Jokic was just tired. Um, you could see it in his demeanor. You could see it in the way the fourth quarter played out. Um, uh, even in the third quarter. And this is the thing that people need to understand here. Um, second nights of back-to-backs in Denver are very difficult. And the Nuggets have been going through them frequently lately. And they they suck. They really suck. Um, and the Nuggets are feeling those. And one of the reasons I think uh, the... the, the performance declined in both of these games is just that it's been a grueling stretch. This is a very brutal stretch of games. They've played very close together, uh, the Nuggets have, and uh, it's just been hard, and they're exhausted, and like it's been reflected in the second half, so both against the Utah Jazz and the Brooklyn Nets, even though the Nuggets were playing the likes of Marcus Howard and Bowl Bowl and Flacco Chanchar. There's a reason those guys don't tend to get off the bench, right? So, obviously, a bunch of factors came in. The Nuggets kind of let let go of the grip in the second half uh, and end up barely losing the game. And you need to kind of flip your mind on this. And just think about Nikola Jokic and his reactions to things. I don't think he would react, would have reacted as as angrily as he was getting. And and after the game, he was saying next question to all the questions about the way he was refed, which for him is a good thing. But you know, sometimes I wish they would just you know. It's easier for me to say it's not my money, but you know, sometimes I really wish that these guys would risk getting fined to say what they need to say. But I get it. Um, Jokic was clearly frustrated, very very frustrated post game. Uh, and it extended to the end of the game where Jokic fires the ball to the sideline. And, look, it's the, it's the angle. You don't know if he was firing it at that particular ref who was the basically the guy who made both calls on the, the Durant call and the uh, Claxton call down the stretch. And uh, Faku Campasso, lightning quick, grabs the ball. That move uh, by Faku Campasso. Because you could tell Jokic was just seething at that particular official, seething, and it just was a good thing that that happened because he saved Nikola Jokic from himself. But he's got to get in line. I get the under. I get, I get it. I get it. I get the fact that he is the 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 the, the MVP, and he doesn't get the respect of say a Kevin Durant, who was playing this game right. I get it, but nothing good can come of a guy getting, you know, knocked a couple games for being emotional at the end of a game. And Faku Kempazo, based on what I saw on the television, stepped up, caught the ball, no worse for wear, but you could tell Jokic was just coming a bit frustrated and to the point of anger at the end of that game. But in the grand scheme of things, Jokic wouldn't be in this position wouldn't have been in this position if, say, he was rested. And I know Jokic likes to, it's the Serbian thing, likes to play in every game, you know, all that stuff. He's rested games before. Hell, 2019, they rested him against Portland. <laughs> y'all, y'all remember this, okay? They played Portland and Utah back-to-back. And they rested against Portland, uh, and almost beat Portland with a bunch of bunch of bench guys. Uh, rested him and Murray, and then uh, the following game they kind of just sleptwalked through that game, and you could tell that it wasn't a full effort. Um, but you could, but he's been rested before, so it's not alien. And I think Jokic down this stretch, once the Nuggets get that second win. They need to rest him, specifically, and Michael Porter Jr., I think, but specifically Nikola Jokic, and Jokic is going to have to understand this for the betterment of the team. This has been a brutal 72-game schedule, and um, I don't think him resting is going to hurt him. It's It's not going to hurt the team if he doesn't have a game where he plays. And and let's face it, once the Nuggets lock up that fourth seed, then you have never really got anything to pay, play for. And, and I don't think they're desperately wanting that third seed, and it doesn't look like the, the Clippers are going to tank down the stretch. Uh, you want to avoid the Lakers, I guess. I, I mean, I, that that part I think think is neither here nor there. But if you want to do it and keep the Lakers in the sixth or seventh seed uh, on the other side of the bracket, uh, you just got to... Gotta stay where you're at and just win that one game, and then don't worry about it. There's only four games left. Get some rest, folks. Get some rest, because I think that will benefit him a lot. All right, before I continue with the rest of the top co- podcast and talk about uh, Nuggets head coach Michael Malone, I'd like to talk to you about DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. The hits literally keep on coming. From one boxing event to the next, they grow in excitement and anticipation. This weekend, there's no different with two of the sport's most respected fighters stepping into the ring on Saturday night, last night. Um, Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS when you sign up. For a limited time, all you can is can bet $1 to win $55 on this weekend's main event, if you've already done that. Um, This is obviously recorded the next morning um so if you're going to you know if you I would like to know I'd like to hear from you guys if you uh if you um placed any bets on that on those particular fights I don't bet on fighting um and I don't know anyone who does uh but I'd like to be curious because that seems like an interesting way to bet um must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. That's 1-800-522-4700. DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top-rated sportsbook app. All right. We, we need to talk about Michael Malone. Um. I saw the lineups heading into this game, and I do know that they were fully intending on arresting Paul Millsap because second night of back-to-back, you know. But since this was such an unnecessary game for the Nuggets, really it was. This, this, well, this loss was not a big deal. It affected the Nuggets in no way to lose this game. Uh, it was non-conference. It, it just didn't matter. Uh, the standings are what they are. The nuggets, all the Nuggets need is to win one game, and they're in to the fourth spot. That's it. That's all they need one game. And I think Michael Malone missed an opportunity to just get Porter and Jokic some rest if Gordon and Millsap were going to be out. Um, I think Jokic played too much particularly in the second half, on the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, he was clearly gassed at the end. Michael Porter Jr. was getting beat up, basically, by the uh, by the Nets. Um, if you're going to go... But, you know, obviously at the second... And, you know, on the, on the flip side of this is that you need players. And the Nuggets actually didn't have a ton. Um, it was... It was... And when you're... When you have to play the likes of Marcus Howard, Bowl, Bowl and Jablakko Chanchar, obviously, you're down a bunch of players. Um, at the very least, the Nuggets could have rested Nikola Jokic, or let him kind of coast the second half. The Nuggets were up by, what, 14 going into the second half. Who cares if you lose the game? And that's, I guess, where my, where my rub is with Michael Malone. I know he's a competitive guy and wants to win, um, but the, the the bigger picture here is that in there are games that don't matter, and this was one of them. And I think Michael Malone's competitiveness undermines some of the greater goals at times. And there was no reason for uh, Nikola Jokic to get beat up down the stretch in a game where the Nuggets didn't need it. Uh, there was no reason Michael Porter Jr. needed to be out there as much as he was. Who cares if you lose? I mean, I know that in the grand scheme of things, you know that people don't want to have that loser mentality or the mentality of uh, of uh, you know of, 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 of a uh, team that uh, will throw quote unquote throw a game. That's not what the Nuggets would have to do. But there is a there is a real And very legitimate reason to not overplay guys on the second night of a back-to-back in a game that doesn't matter. And that is stuff that gets people injured. And that is what worries me. Um, The Nuggets have a rest now. They don't play till Tuesday. Um, So, look, uh, this could have been an opportunity to get extended rest for these guys who've really been beat up down the season and and are very short-handed, right? Now, Monty Morris is probably going to be back soon. But you got, you know, you took that opportunity to rest Aaron Gordon. I just would not. The second half of that game, if you're going to start Jokic and Porter, Porter exploded in the first half. Like, he did his job in the first half. Second half, he only had seven points. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that the the Nets were like, okay, we're just going to beat up on Porter because Porter and Jokic were basically it for this team, other than some Austin Rivers threes. That was that was it. And they knew it. And there was just no reason to risk them the second half of that game. The game didn't matter. The Nuggets only need one game. One. In a non-conference game against the Nets on a second night of a back-to-back after losing a grueling, tough game in the second half against Utah, uh, I just wouldn't have done it. And I think Malone, if he should, if he's with some reflection, looked back on that and said, I could have rested Porter and I could have rested Jokic more than I did. And I, I and I think, hopefully, kind of, at least I hope, that he looks at that and thinks it was a missed opportunity and maybe that uh, wasn't something he should have done. All right, well thank you all for joining me on the latest Morecast. I'll be back here soon with another episode. Goodbye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.